This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was leadership, and our guests were Ingrid Haas and Carly Houston. Please enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. And I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 62. We're back in the studio, big dog. Last week we talked about lies. Yeah, that was a riot. It was really fun to go down our fabricated truth memory lane. Yes. And discuss in the many ways that you have annoyed slash amused our friends with casual, meaningless lies. Yes, yes. It's, it's a good way to fill in the other 23 hours of the day. It's something you're really, really good at. Breakfast, lie. Yeah, there was something, there was one teeny little lie that I just did want to add as an addendum, which is one of the first times that you met one of my close hometown friends, Brendan in New York City. Yes. Uh, we had just come from playing basketball in Central Park and you had your shirt was like a little ripped. Yes. If you recall, like the back of your t-shirt was ripped. Uh, and Brendan, who didn't know you all that well, didn't have the full casual liar Billy context, mm. uh, you told him, and again, in a geniusly casual, matter-of-fact way, that uh, you had encountered a mountain lion. In New and, York City. In New York City, mm -hmm. in Central Park, mm. that you had encountered a mountain lion and escaped with your life uh, and merely with a few rips on your shirt. I was leaning against a fence, in quotes, and a mountain lion, in quotes, scratched my back. You told Brendan that, very matter-of-factly. He believed it, I would say, instantly. Yeah. Because it was in the delivery, it was with full confidence and with full rationality, I was leaning against a fence and a mountain lion attacked me. I'd like to share one lie that we didn't tell about you. Okay. It's also quite short. Okay. You and I were caterers together for a long time in New York City. That is certainly the case. One of the hard and fast rules was don't eat the apps. Whoops. Don't eat the apps, yeah. guys. The apps are for those who paid for them. Yeah, those are for the guests of the party. <laughs> you, the caterer, walked into the kitchen with your mouth awkwardly shut. Yeah. When the boss showed up and said, what's in your mouth? She was mean. All you could do was say, mm-mm. She said, do you have something in your mouth? And I just said, mm -mm. Like I'm Dennis the Menace. <laughs> but she forced you to open your mouth. Yeah, sadly did. And what was on your tongue? Uh, I would say it's a mush of bread and meat. Bread and meat. Just a mush of it, and it was all the appetizers I could fit in there at once. So those are some lies that we forgot to Big tell. Big lies that uh, we tell. But uh, okay, moving on from last episode, let's move into this episode. Yes, we've made two of our closest friends have to sit in silence. <laughs> so sorry they went to hear about that for 120 seconds. <laughs> exactly. Adam and I coach basketball teams, but more than that, these are very close friends of ours. I'll introduce my player. Okay. From the Lisa starting. Point guard, Carly Houston. Hello, Carly. Hello. And from No New Friends, starting point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, or center, depending on who's available, Ingrid Haas. Hello, hello. She was available she today. Is all positions one through five because we need her to. That's right. I'm an expert in all fields. Yeah. We've talked about the league uh, a bunch. We have. I've been coaching for three seasons. You've been coaching for. You know, I checked and you initially looped me in, Ingrid, August 2015. So I well, Think this may be like f three semesters, four semesters yeah, of basketball. Yeah, I would say three, four. Three or four, yeah. I think. And we're talking about We the don't have hard facts on our team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We only have facts. We yeah. have so many facts on yes. our team. Yeah. I think that's a good Most place. of them are lies, but we do have facts. <laughs> Hence the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, let's, let's talk about the differences in our teams for a second. Ooh, okay. This is the Women's Rec League yes. um, in Los Angeles. The yes. Infamous. It was, uh, yeah, exactly. It's been made famous by the Pistol Shrimps. They had a documentary that came that's out. That's right. I would, I would like to interject that. That we are one of the starting teams. One of the six teams, No New Friends, was one of the OG yes, teams. Amen. Okay. And I would like maybe just for a little historical context, if you guys wouldn't mind maybe talking about how you as individuals were introduced into the league. Yes, yes. sure. You were before me. <laughs> I made that abundantly clear. <laughs> Going. Uh, Stephanie Allen of the Pistol Shrimp yes. sent out an email saying she wants to play basketball. And the rec league said that they there's no women's league. So right. she said, if you want to start a team, start a team. So I sent out an email to all my gal pals, Great. none of which I knew how, who knew how to play basketball. So it was just like your buds. You were like, maybe you guys want to be. Yeah, and I definitely wanted to play. I had never played once in my entire life. So nice. <laughs> what better place to start? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, this seems like it will be good for me. I, I basically wanted to be competitive somewhere other than anywhere else in my life. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. And well, so we started a team and it's evolved and changed and I think we probably have like three still remaining people on From the team? original unit. Yeah. Yes. What about you? What about you, Carly? Um, I was I got into the league because of Brittany Nichols on the beatdown. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, the very good six. player. Yeah, yeah, she's yes. really good at sports. I uh, was going to their games and I, I played in high school and middle cool. school, so I um, 
was a little jealous of all my friends that were suddenly <laughs> on a basketball team. Yeah, like, of course. Like, what? what? I want to yeah, play when basketball. When were you, when was it, like, when did you see start seeing it happening? I want to say maybe, like, the second season. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious what people were thinking that first season. I didn't see any of the when first we were season. going I hard in the paint. I yeah. think I heard about the first season, never made it to a game, and then second season. You're like, oh, yeah. You're like, I think what is this? That was about? my experience, too, Carly. I, for like, I heard about this thing happening, and it's like, if there's something basketball-related happening within like 20 miles of me, I'd like to at least be a little bit involved. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I don't want to be a complete stranger to, to it. And then Adam was asked to coach No New Friends. That's right. Maybe yeah. even just like as a spot coach, like a fill-in coach sometimes, or maybe as the head coach. And I went to one of his games, and I remember watching him thinking, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. Well, he like, was- he, he should be putting on the press right now. Uh, it's like, I don't know why they're not boxing out. into the league out of jealousy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, both. So, I mean, that's, kind of, that's how good quests usually start, though. Like, yeah. I started my sketch comedy career. I would go see Adam in plays at NYU, and I would watch him and some of my friends do these funny plays. And I was I like, wanna I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you yeah, know, it's like, sense. and it's like if you capitalize on that moment, good for you. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's now, America. The previous that's coach America. of No New Friends was an actual proper true a usc basketball coach (laughs) yeah like a real coach yeah and he took it so serious it was great it was really great but he was not available because he was traveling all over america scouting and i don't know what they do sure so so you're brought in the next logical (laughs) fill-in adam lust an improv and he was was amazing (laughs) and then he became our head coach adam does skits bring him in yeah exactly well that's a good uh, i think that's a good segue into what the topic today is going to be about today we're going to explore the uh concept of leadership yeah adam and i are pretending to be basketball coaches to the you best of our ability. You are basketball coaches. We are. We until we have kind of made no, it No, so you are, far. Adam. Thank you. You are, you are coach. Thank you. This we is address Billy, him on the- you are the coach. This yeah, is the affirmation this is, we need. This is By the way, it's sad how much we need to hear Can that. Can I ask, do you like it when we're like, hey, coach, what's up? what should we do, coach? Do you yeah, like, like uh, I, I feel if I were the coach, I would love it so much. My spine straightens a half inch every time you say coach. I've grown eight inches since I've started coaching. I refer to Billy as coach more so than I refer to him as Billy, including outside of anything basketball related. <laughs> yes, yeah. Last night, I sent him an email said, hey, coach, it 10 a.m. tomorrow, right? It is so... Empowering, yeah, and, not like, and not empowering for the wrong reasons. Where it's like, damn right, I'm coach. Yeah. You just hear it, and you're like, thank you. Like, I have a responsibility. Truly, yes. Yes. yes, I have a role. Truly, yes. I have a role. But yes. I remember at least, uh, at least in the No Joke podcast, what we like to do is talk about our history in the first act with the topic. I'd like to talk about at least very quickly my experience walking onto the court and meeting these Lisas for the first time. Because I'm curious what Please your experience do. was. Please, will you? Yes, I'm I, sure it was a real laugh riot. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, if you think that I'm just going to like be projecting onto all of these players, like, oh, she's going to do this and she's going to do this. That wasn't me. I was oh. so self-aware. Mm. Oh. I was like, do you sound like a coach? Are you like, do you look like a coach? I brought a whistle. Yeah, yes. you did. He never me br- to ask if he should bring the whistle the night before, and I didn't catch the email in time, but he just brought it. He just brought it. And he just not, and took that initiative. It's not comfortable to meet... <laughs> 12 women for the first time and blow a whistle yeah. at them. Wait, what are you using the whistle for? I don't even know. Well, I grew up playing basketball in middle <laughs> school and high no school sports. and yeah. our coaches would, you know, it's like a timing thing and like uh, just yeah. kind of like now you, whistle. Now you, whistle. Whistle, stop. Everyone so get in here. it's to avoid screaming, basically. <laughs> to avoid, it's, it's in lieu of screaming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. I feel like in a lot of sports practice too, there's like a military, a, a pseudo-military vibe where it's also like Pavlovian where like players like hear the whistle and they, <laughs> there's a certain right. kind you of like... S- you stop and you were like, what's going on? Exactly. There's right. a certain like Pavlovian subconscious, like, hear the whistle, pay attention. Right. Although the whistle. Well, it's like exactly. the song. <laughs> a game, I love that the one thing I you couldn't a... do was whistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. During a game, if I hear, like, a sneaker squeak, I think it's a whistle, and I stop what I'm doing. Exactly. Which is a problematic if I'm and on we, the court. We need oh. to work on that. Yeah. You need to blow the whistle and keep moving. What about you, Ed? When you walked out onto the court for the first time, and you realized that you had an authoritarian position... Yeah, well, as you know, I'm a little less comfortable with authority and with wearing the captain's hat like you are, Bill. Uh, right. Billy has frequently said that if we were all of us, like our group of friends were in sort of an apocalyptic scenario, he would want ownership of the gun. If there was one gun, Billy would want the gun. So I think oh, I would trust of... that. Yeah, I would trust yeah. that as well. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, so I think that speaks to your inclination towards leadership, to be honest with you. Yep. Uh, I would not want the gun. <laughs> <laughs> you would I would t- rather be shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shoot me first. Yep. Um, so, uh, but it was nice because, Ingrid, obviously, we were friends going yes. into it. Um, and I knew some of the other women on the team just through comedy world, Frankie and Allison, et cetera, yes. et cetera, and Betsy, who was on the team at the time. Yes. Um, but all, these guys are so good. They're, you already have like a team chemistry, and there was a team mm. unity already intact. So and it was I your job not to screw it up. Not to screw it up. Just come in and just sort of like keep them already generally on the right track of playing nice, good together team right. basketball, which already was happening. I Our team like. is very, very good. I am not very good at all. Yeah. Uh, but our team 
plays exceptionally well. Yeah, there's some really, really good basketball players yeah, on it's the team. incredible. But as a coach, you have made us so much better. That's really sweet to hear. It's wow. true. How so? Reality. May I ask how so? Well, first of all, I play, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So Thanks. just selfishly speaking, I get to practice on the court and get better. Totally. Also, he's very positive. Yes. So I never feel bad about myself. I used to feel very – first season, very insecure. Truly? Like, Truly so insecure, so scared, because people were so good on the team, and yeah. there was no way that I was going to meet their level. Yes. Yeah. And uh, when I, like, even try to get a basket, which almost never goes in, uh, Adam will be like, nice try, 99. Good going, 99. <laughs> no. And it yeah. feels so good. And I don't feel bad. I feel like I can do it next time. Exactly. <laughs> Positive affirmations. Yes. I feel like me and Adam are the same coach. I, yeah, I would agree, because what you're saying sounds exactly like Billy. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> Go, no, 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 please, Bill. Well, I was just going to say that it's like with leadership, at least my version of leadership is to make sure that everyone uh, with you and around you feels good about themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like so hard to succeed or to even like strive towards success when you're in your own head about like, do I even hold value? Am I the truth? Right. You have to get over those first humps yes. of just like having an intu- intuitive belief in yourself yes. and to your teammates where it's like, okay, now I can succeed. Yes. That's what at least I try and do with the leases. Yeah. They're all capable yeah. of being amazing and are amazing basketball players. It's just feeling that much more confident. It's like those little those little edges when it I comes know. to competition. Sports is, yeah. And it's like so much about irrational, ira- having irrational confidence, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. In sports, yeah. is like, I mean, Bill Simmons talks about like irrational confidence players, guys that like shoot 50 times whether they miss the first 49 or not, but that's like kind of what you have to do. It's right. like helps to have a goldfish's memory in yep. sports, like even if you miss the last twenty-five, it does not yeah. matter. Yeah, we have a player on That's our why team. It's so good for our careers too. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, it's true. Keep trying, keep just, trying. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, you'll Ingrid, miss You're an actress, time. Carly. You're a director. It's like yeah. Adam. We're both actors and right. writers. It's like all we know is people saying no. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All we know is rejection. <laughs> brick, and like brick, brick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You yeah. shoot bricks forty-nine times. That's, but when you hit that one shot, we had a player who. The last shot in the last second of our game was a 28-foot three-pointer for the win. We won 27-24. Tiffany, and she... She took that it shot hundreds of times that season in practice and in games so that in that real. one moment, when there was two seconds left and she had the ball in her hands, she was ready to yes. strike. I watched that video yes. clip probably dozens of times. I also wow. did. The Lisa's it is are legitimately inspirational. I'm so convinced. We had so many like little magic moments yeah. this whole season. It was, uh, it's such an extreme pleasure to be in the company of these women. Yes. There's like no other wow. way of putting it. So, Carla, you played in high school. I did. And growing up. And then, yes. but when you joined, now, sorry for missing the full context. You joined the Leases and Leases were already a thing? Or no. You, okay. So the, the story, yeah. briefly, is uh, I, I was going to Beatdown games. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I would love to play in this league. And I was kind of like hinting to Brittany yeah. that I would want to join the Beatdown. Yeah. Um, and then one day she was like, hey, there's some new teams forming. You should talk to these people. And I was like, definitely not good enough to be on the Beatdown. <laughs> okay, cool. In retrospect, I was clearly not good enough to be on the Beatdown. <laughs> They're I'm, so good. Yeah. They're good just player, really from good. From what I remember. Well, yeah, Carly, thank you, you got for skills. saying that, but not beat down good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a little too silly too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think they, they're like really serious and really good. Yeah, they are. Um, they are. And then she good. put me in touch with uh, with Kimber and Aaron, and they were forming a new team. And I was like, sure. And a couple of uh, Claire joined with me, mm-hmm. and then we started the team. We had these really. Really ridiculous jerseys. Yes. Lisa yes. Frank. Lisa, yeah, Frank. Lisa Franks. Oh. Yeah. And for those of you not familiar, Lisa Frank is, and pardon me if I'm getting this wrong, was an illustrator mm-hmm. and like very made popular in the 80s and 90s, trapper keeper, art, yeah. puffy no, paint, puffy paint, unicorns, and She's back unicorn, now. Right? She's back. Yes. And she's back now. What do you mean? Lisa Frank, the There's woman? There's all this new merchandise that's back. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. You guys wow. may have had something to do with that. Yeah. With I, like to, I would take full credit for it, personally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think you me should personally. take, I think you both should take that. Yeah. So... What were we talking about? Oh, how I how I got on the team. So anyway, the team formed, yeah. and we were not very good because yeah. the whole team was myself, one other person who's ever played basketball, <laughs> and everyone else who's never played basketball. Yeah, that's right. right. That's but we had a blast. We had so much fun. Yes. You, you um, were in it for the fun, right? We for, were having first a season. We won, it, this was an opportunity to get together. Yeah, like it was first. fun. And from what I remember, you guys had a mascot. Did you not? Oh, did we ever? <laughs> uh, let's not rush yeah. past that. Yeah. We had a mascot. We had uh, Willie, our friend Willie, dressed up as a unicorn and yes. came to every game. Yes. Um, yeah, and he didn't like. He hit every single detail. Like he's a six <laughs> yeah. foot four man, maybe a little shorter than that, but he wore bright pink tights, unicorn hat, yes. fanny pack. Yeah. He like went all in. He was yeah. a unicorn. Yes, it was so inspiring. Yes. Yeah, his name was Teamwork the Unicorn. That was our mascot. <laughs> oh, because oh, we're all about teamwork. And then so, I got an email, see, uh, like uh, one year into their or one and a half seasons into their uh, kind of team, 
And they said, hey, we're looking for a second coach. Uh, will you come and help support this other coach? And so when I, all of my coaches growing up were gruff, tall, kind of like militaristic men. Coaches from central casting of what a coach would be. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I, so I'm entering – exactly. So yeah. I'm entering this first practice with like a furrowed brow, like yeah. ready to like – be like another coach. I have my whistle. And <laughs> yep. when I realized that I'm complimenting the, the giant unicorn who's leading layup drills, I was like, oh, oh. this is fun. <laughs> oh, oh, this is fun. This is fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then our team has evolved, and now there's only three of us left on the team that were part of the original oh, wow. team. Which is similar to yes. you guys, and I'm sure it's similar to many of the teams. That yeah, they've yes. Been around for a minute. Ebb and flow. There's an evolution to it, baby. Ebb it's Hollywood, baby. People get jobs. You know, <laughs> exactly. people move away. Give up. It's Hollywood, baby. People give up. People we'll get, get badly injured. People get irreconcilably discouraged, and that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the first ad break. Um, we have no new friends, and we have the leases. I think that we should figure out a song. We play songs in the uh, in each of the act breaks. What's a good song? I guess No New Friends is the most obvious one. I was going to say Blow yeah. the Whistle, that song. Is that a, okay, you want to go with Blow the Whistle? Because No New Friends is kind of the No New Friends song. Oh, but Blow fine, the Whistle yes. on them. I would never say no to Drake. <laughs> what is Blow the Whistle? Was, that the, was yeah. that the song that you were singing earlier? Blow Ying, the Whistle? Ying Yang Twins? Blow the Whistle. Do, do, do. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to play Blow the Whistle only so that we can make Ingrid Acapella try and whistle <laughs> yeah. a few more times this episode. Because the first time she went... Yeah. And this time she went yeah, a lot of whistling. We, alternative whistling. We both know that's not what whistling is. Alternative whistling. Uh, we're yeah, going to play No New Friends by Drake <laughs> to represent your team. Perfect. Thank you. And we're going to make Ingrid whistle throughout the rest of the episode. That's right. We'll be right back. Another one. Another one. Yeah. Another one. Stay down with my day one. Then we in the club screaming, No new friends. No new friends. No new friends. Oh, no new. DJ Still here with my day one, so you hear me say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. I still ride with my day one, I don't really need no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. I stay down from day one, so I say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. Stay down from day one, so I say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. Stay down from day one, so I say This shit so ill that we had to restart it. H time my second home like I'm James Harden. Money counter go brrr when you selling out the garden. Four car garage, four summon Birdman go brrr cause he know that shit retarded. On the, on the floor before we make it to the bed. Switch up, really cost started from the bottom. Yes, Lord. OVO Sam and I'm proud of my Knew that we would make it, never doubt it. All my blood love me if I had a baby mama. She would probably be richer than a lot of you. Hey, that's luxury, dog. Day one, when you stuck with me, dog. Ever since you two, big been calling me the leader of the new school. School for me, dog, yeah. No. No new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. Still here with my day one, so you hear me say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. Still ride with my day one, don't really need no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. I stay down from day one, so I say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. Stay down from day one, so I say No new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no new no. You know Stay down from day one, so I say Yo, y'all in my photographs Got hate for me Big homies all certified Nothing gonna take from it Follow code, study game Feed fam, fame All black, my whip farm Need bad home, keep tiptoeing down in Turks and Caicos, boy, boy, that's my dress code. All I hug is blood, Gallet, that's my flesh though. All I want is love, money bring that stress though. Smoke good, I love life. Strip club like every night, every night my same thing. Day one, straight minutes. No new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no no. Still here with my day one, so you hear me say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no new no. Still ride with my day one, don't really need no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no no. I stay down from day one, so I say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no no. Stay down from day one, so I say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no no. Stay down from day one, so I say. 
I'm here with my I'm too hip to be friendly. They throw dirt on my name. Well, that's why they still dig me, and I'm tired of all this hating. I thank God for my patience. I thank God for my homies. I wish we could trade places. Be good, fellas. Boy, all them with you, with you, they just power bevels. And if we ball catches, remember, sip slow, live fast. Young money, stay young. I've been cash money since day one. No new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no new. Still here with my day one, so you hear me say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no new. Still ride with my day one, don't really need no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, stay young, been cash money since day one. Stay down from day one, so I say, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no new. Stay down from day one, so I say No new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no new Stay down from day one, so I say that was No New Friends by Toronto native Drake. Okay. Speaking to a fellow Toronto native, Ingrid. That was also her whistle. Again, that was Ingrid's whistle. Still haven't found out what a whistle is. That's right. Please tell me how the team came up with the name No New Friends and why. Okay, great. Thank you so much for the floor. Jen Statsky. Yes. Dear friend. OG member of the team. Yep. Shout out to her. She came up with it. We sure. li- sent out lists of names, and then she threw that out, and I was like, obviously, yes. That is a good quality about the league. Not only are there great basketball players, there's great team names. Oh, gosh. There's Can we so toss out a names. few team names in this league? I have. Uh, before we do that, I just need to say that I regret our name big time. Whoa. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is n- breaking news here Scandal. on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell why? you why. I think we were viewed as the villains the first season. No new friends. Uh, You're coming out with we, a... We were coming out hard, and we were good. Good. Yeah. So it was like people were like elitist. What was yeah. our unicorn's name? Teamwork. Teamwork. The unicorn. The exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was a bit so, of a. There's no new friends and there's teamwork. <laughs> yeah. The unicorn. I mean, regret was a harsh word. Yeah. But I think people have grown to love us. But yes. I have to say, there was some uh, barriers. Good that's... for branding. Every movie needs a villain. Good yeah. for branding. For In the, a way, yeah. I guess that's right. In the movie of this league, we're almost happy to play the black hat. Would and you say? Yeah. Well, yes. But yeah. I have to say, the movie that was made of this league, we were left out of it. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> In the and, actual literal movie. And so the, literally, also in that movie, no new friends. Also in that movie, we were portrayed as the villains. You what? <laughs> the le- teamwork? The Lisas? We have a six foot four unicorn, for Christ's sake. How is that bad? <laughs> What's villainous about teamwork the unicorn? I don't know what to tell you guys. Watch the movie. We are absolutely portrayed as the villains. Did we Nancy Kerrigan the pistol ships? Yeah. And like, am I forgetting <laughs> something? What happened here? Uh, team t- team yeah. names in the league. I like, the, there's a team called the Swisher Sweets. Yeah, Swisher that's Sweets. great. The They're Lucio really good. Ballers. The Lucio Ballers are really good. The Kimmy Dribblers. Dribblers. Space Glam. Space Glam. Not mad. The Sports Bras. Sports Sports Bras. Oh, wow. I don't know that one. Yep. The B-Town, which, as we mentioned, has been consistently excellent. That team is consistently excellent. They were our nemesis. Yeah. They're they're, They're everyone's nemesis. We can't beat them. Yeah, no, we can't. We can't. We're on I mean, always at, like, right there, and then they bring it home. They are. Uh, and Mo is they're, fierce. They're like, really sure. well titled. I mean, <laughs> the, the name the name of that team really explains what's going to happen in yes. this game. Yeah. Like, we are going to give you a yes. beatdown. I'll yeah. tell you another team that we can't, that we struggle with, the Kareem Abdul-Jababes. Yeah. We also yeah. struggle with the Jababes. Also a great name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also an amazing name. Yeah. Uh, it's the second act of the No Joke podcast. In this act, we like to talk about our present lives with leadership. Yes. So we've been wow. talking a lot about Adam and I coaching, which is a leadership role for us. Do you guys or have have you guys um, taken on leadership roles in any other capacity? And is it like basketball? <laughs> we talked br- briefly before the podcast about, look at your smirks right now. You two. I wish that the people at home could see this. Parade. We're having two cute smirks as if you, like, you were waiting for this question. <laughs> no, I was no, like, not at you all. first? Yeah, it was more of like, no, you first. All right, well, I'll start with you, Carly. You're a director. That inherently is a leadership uh, position. You're you, the coach. You're you, the coach you, out there. You're coaching you're the, the shoot. The coach of the shoot. That's yeah. right. That's um, do you have any sort of like tricks that you use to like kind of build out good teamwork uh, on your shoots? Absolutely. Um, the the two things I always strive to do uh, in, in all areas of life, mm-hmm. but especially when you're in charge of stuff, mm-hmm. um, is uh, one, don't be an asshole. Yep. Seriously, that's good advice. Yes. Play yep. nice. Just don't be an asshole. <laughs> yes. Um, it's really easy to not be an asshole. Yes. Anytime you talk to anyone or have any interaction, you have an option. You could be an asshole <laughs> or not be an asshole. Right. Choose and B. I choose to never be choose an asshole. B. Requires um, a little self-awareness. Yeah. yeah you, sure. you have to yeah. you have to yeah. be able to see it. Yes. Okay. Uh it's it's taken a long time to get yeah. there. Yeah. Uh you know. 
but so, yeah, that's that's kind of my main thing. And yes. Then the other thing is uh, you're surrounding yourself with people who are good at what they do. Yep. Yeah. The right people for the job. You know, like mm-hmm. a film is, or a TV show is a, is a team effort. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you bring on the best people for those roles, and then you let them run. Yes. yes. Um, Agreed. And just let them do their thing. And really, then you become the – this is um, like pulling a little from Tina Fey's Bossy Pants. Yes. But then you become sort of the like – the, the regulator of, of fun and imagination. Mm, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Because yes. then, you know, everybody wants to just, like, go crazy. That's and then right. you're like, we actually don't need you to do that. Yes. We just need you to do this thing. And then you kind of have to That yeah. makes that, so but. much sense. Don't yes. micromanage. Let, let talented people yeah. be talented. Don't micromanage and don't be a dick. Is I that was... tough? Not to micromanage when it's something you're super, like, mm-hmm. It definitely is challenging. And yeah. It's something I am, like, kind of always working on. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten a lot better with age. Yes. With when I was younger, it was... Because you're 55, right? I'm I'm you actually 56. 56. Happy well, birthday. Happy birthday. Today. Today. <laughs> today is my, I didn't tell you it was my birthday. Yeah. I can um, relate on a coach's standpoint, though, because there was a point in our practices where you guys started correcting the things that were happening on the court during practice, and I could just step back and watch, like, some of the players just, like, direct practice. Auto-correct. And it mm. feels so rewarding, yeah. you know, when it's just like, oh, everyone can do the job. Yes. We were all completely capable yes, of exactly. doing the job. And I mean, you don't feel emasculated? In no way. I my role on this team is to just support. I'm not here to prove anything. Mm-mm. That's great. Uh, my whole has job, a whistle. Yeah. My whole job is here to prove that I can support and that I own a whistle. <laughs> exactly. If, if I can leave this team knowing that I help these women in any capacity yeah. and I own a whistle, yes. I won. Blow okay, the whistle. You've, Ooh, thank you very much. Almost. Oh, Take four. At uh, some point, I'm going to have to edit in an actual whistle sound exactly. to, in the post. Okay. <laughs> uh, and your leadership, talking about leadership, Carly, sort of like creating, fostering a set or an environment where people can really do their best work and become leaders themselves is exactly what you were saying, Billy. Yeah. How the approach that you take the yeah, least. Yeah. Just create it's that supportive creating environment. trust, yeah. I think, is like the biggest yes. thing. Yeah. And I think being on this team since the beginning, I've been able to see like – what we were in the beginning to what we are now. We yeah. are a group of, we are a team now. Yeah. And we were, we were just like people in, on a court together initially. And it took time, you know, and it took a lot of people leaving, a lot yeah. of people coming in and like finding the right mix of people. And now we have the right mix of people. Yep. And we all really trust and care about each other. A shared history. A shared history. Yes. Like, it's like um, we shared losses together. We shared yeah. disappointments together. We like celebrated together. Yes. Like yep. that's glue. I'm going to cry. You can't fake that. <laughs> You know, uh, that's purely experiential. You have to actually it's earn like the those movie things. Little Giants. It's exactly like <laughs> the, the movie plot. Little Giants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I mean, just from the outside, uh, you, the leases have really, really evolved over the course of, like you're saying, I mean, over the course of these past I couple seasons, it feels We've like. We've been bumped up in leagues from, uh, like, skill wow. level to skill level, and yeah. we finished this season 7-3. and three. And you guys were smoking teams this season. I mean, again, not we, to sort of. We like, had some big like, wins. We did have some great were, wins. We beat the pistol shrimps by thirty plus. Seriously, and then we beat wow. them by that buzzer beater by Tiffany. Exactly. Exactly. second time, and that's perfect. Yeah, in the sports landscape, like if you have like a big win, you want the next one to be like a dog. Fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was, and it was a tough game. Yeah. Yes. I remember watching the ball go up, and I was like, that's going in. Yep. Yeah. And then it went in, and I was like, I always say that's going in, and they yep. never go in. So this is, for me, personally, I, I willed it to go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a sports movie I, moment. I freaked out. I yeah. Like, what is happening? Yes. You freaked out. I picked Tiffany up and threw her on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. The next day, I like looked at the video, and I immediately texted her, and I was oh. just, this is the girl who hit the game-winning shot, and I was like, did I break your back? I think I manhandled <laughs> you in <laughs> celebration. She was I'm manhandled, so and I watched <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, dear God. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, yeah. Yes. Um, what about you, Ingrid? Do you have any sort of like leadership positions in your life or have you that you I have I don't think I have any right now but um, I mean I volunteer and stuff like that but I think um, my main leadership was camp counselor yes 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 Yes, queen yes I loved it I went to camp for 13 years wow wow that's a life of camp yeah, yeah, I loved it. What so kind much. of camp? Can you can you paint a brief picture? Okay, it's Jewish summer camp. Love it already. Yeah. Calls camp North Lambanay Brith. We're going at seven. My parents shipped me off at seven. Seven years old. Yeah. Whoa. Just a brief, quick little Please. anecdote. Please. First time I'm going to camp, I get in the school bus and I'm terrified. Yes. First time my sister's going, so I'm going, and my, all the moms are standing out. Like some of them are crying and waving to their kids. All these Jewish mothers are like, "Oh my God, my baby!" As my bus pulls away and I turn to wave at my mom, she is jumping for joy, <laughs> celebrating. Freedom! Freedom! I still have that image. Like I just like it's like a Staples commercial so where it's like the kid sad. goes away to school and the parents celebrate, except it's a real Jewish book. life. Yeah. It was so yeah. sad. I love it. Anyway, as a camp counselor, I think one of the 
best things I did when I was a camp counselor was I sat all my kids around yes. and I was like, what are some rules we think we should have in the cabin? Hey. I like that. And so they were like, I think we shouldn't sit on each other's beds. I was like, great rule. Great. And we wrote these down and we wrote them all down together. And I was a camp counselor for several years. Cool. But that Humble was the bread. first time that yeah. they all really abided by it because they made the rules they generated themselves. Them themselves. So then there was no reprimanding anybody, and it was like if you broke, if we we all decided. So it was just like a discussion when we didn't do it. That's yes. very very smart. It was very like, smart. why did you get on Sally's bed? And she's like, oh, because her bed's more comfortable. And yeah. Communication. I mean, it's like one of those Sally. human nature things. It's like, I don't know, I, I feel this way at least. Uh, and I feel like smart, self-aware people don't – no one likes being told what to do. Right. Very few people, very few people I know at least, enjoy being told what to do. Right. right. Uh, and so leadership, you sort of have to like strike that balance – and again, the, maybe as we're learning anecdotally, the most effective way to lead is to let the the lead lead. Yeah, to Carly's yeah. point. Let, yeah. To Carly's point, yeah. everyone holds value in yeah. some capacity. You know, if right. you feel like you need to be such an authoritarian that you have to tell people like what to do because they would never yeah. figure it out, right. mm-hmm. it's like that's already like a miscalculated idea. Of that's leadership. right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, and to to Carly's further point, it's like if you create the funnest environment, then you would you should be so lucky to have to be the bad cop and be like we're Absolutely. having too much fun. You're yeah. <laughs> Creating an environment where people feel like safe and like they can be really creative or they can like do they can be themselves is just like exactly that's the goal. That's yeah. paramount in life. Yeah, that yeah. is paramount in, in yeah. life to find places where you feel at your best, where you feel the most supported or comfortable, regardless of popularity, yes. regardless of what you should be doing or what is trendy. Yes. Like like if you're in college or in high school and it's clicky and you want to be in that group but you know you belong with that like kind of nerdy group. <laughs> hang with the nerds; it'll be yes. so much more fun. Mm-hmm. You'll feel so much story. more yeah, rewarding. Exactly. Right. Um, Adam, You'll end up on a basketball team in 11 years. <laughs> yeah. If you don't give up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you commit to the nerd. <laughs> yeah. um, Adam, yes, sir. you have uh, a camp counselor story that I, I kind of promised uh, Ingrid and Carly that you okay. would yeah, yeah, I'll just get into it briefly. I'll just get into it briefly, which is that uh, my college uh, – I'm sorry, my, my senior year of high school summer job was working at this camp. Uh, and it was a camp for uh, kids with all sorts of uh, – that were differently abled of all kinds. Uh, there was a kid there uh, named Jonathan who was 12 years old and had uh, – was sort of relatively low-functioning. And there was a, an overnight at the camp, and it was generally understood that Jonathan should not participate in this overnight. He almost had nothing to gain from it. It would disrupt his routine a little too severely. He's at the overnight. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> nevertheless, he's at the overnight. <laughs> so <laughs> him being there. And then being like, Adam, guess who gets Jonathan one-on-one in the tent on top of the hill separate from all the other kids because Jonathan doesn't necessarily play well with others. So he's going to be on top of the hill in that tent, and so are you, Adam, one-on-one, allnightlong.com. So I'm up there with Jonathan, just the two of us. It's bedtime. All the other kids are playing down here, but Jonathan, it's bedtime. He's maybe 11 or 12. Uh, And again, not to get scatological and gross, but this is what happened. Uh, So I was trying to fall asleep, and every time I would kind of try to fall asleep, he would kick me in the ribs to keep me awake, and I would sort of get up and be like, Jonathan, we're trying to go to bed here. Um, And maybe my third or fourth time kind of dozing off, and at this point, like, he's not even close to sleep. I'm right on the brink. So I'm dozing, and I'm dozing. I'm dipping into unconsciousness. I'm finally there. I'm finally there. And as I sort of rouse in between one of these half-sleeps, I notice Jonathan, as I come to full consciousness, he has both of his hands down his pants. As I come to full consciousness, he takes his hands out and almost perfectly timed, as I come to full waking, he smears his own shit on my face and neck. Tiger swipe. All over me. I come to with shit on me, and I realize that there's shit everywhere inside of the tent. He smeared his shit everywhere. Jackson Pollock painting. 160 degrees around the tent. It's on my lip. It's in my neck. So I need to go into the sort of uh, kind of what am I trying to like the safety hold that they kind of teach you which is sort of get from behind him and like get his arms too bad his arms are also covered in his own fecal matter so as I grab his arms and kind of get him in a human slip and slide now I'm covered in his slippery fecal matter and I don't really know what to do so I'm holding this literal human shit rag and I'm holding him right here and and I don't even mean that pejoratively his rags were full of shit and I got him right here I don't know what to do so I kind of turn my head and the name of the camp the woman who leads the camp is named Diane and I say, Diane! <laughs> Diane! <laughs> and Jonathan was promptly removed from the overnight, but the shit smell will never leave me. Leadership. Wow. Leadership. 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 Wow. No one to ask for Diane. Let's go to the second <laughs> act break because you got to end on a high note. Yeah. Um, the, I, I looked this up earlier. Oh, 
does Lisa Frank? Lisa Franks do not have a theme song. It's just puffy paint and sweatshirts. Yeah, there's no <laughs> okay. musical component. So yeah. between the four of us, can we think of a Lisa? Ooh. Maybe not even the basketball team, but oh, a Lisa I got inspired. One. Oh, there Frank Carly. <laughs> Lisa, 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 Lisa. Great. Is that a band or a song? I don't know. That's it. a person. What does she sing? Oh man, Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam. Okay, she we're getting closer. Do you, what, I can't do you remember have... any of them. Okay, great, but we're gonna. I could have been prepared. I <laughs> no, it up. Okay, this so is, this is gonna be a dealer's cup. choice. This is gonna be very exciting, guys. <laughs> we're gonna figure out what Lisa Lisa song we're about to play, and we'll be right back with the final and conclusive act of this The No Joke podcast. the song Head to Toe by Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam here on K-Rock 1217. <laughs> That's an amazing song, obviously. And it's pretty it's pretty appropriate because you were covered head to toe yeah. in Human Duty. Yeah, that is true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
When you put it that way, I guess that is the case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a great song. We were talking how that's the song in the movie. That's the movie montage song where everything is going great for the Lisa Franks. Love Things good, are going great. Yeah. Love a good movie montage. My favorite is probably Sister Act where they clean up the city. Oh, well, uh, Sister Act, best movie of all time. Yeah, I think she that's categorically perfect. true, right? Yeah. What is, that is the best no one's going to argue that. Time. What's the song where at the beginning, uh, like he's like a little meek and he doesn't want to sing it, but then they start getting hyped and everyone's... Oh, oh. Um, come on, guys. <laughs> it's... Come on, guys. Oh, God. Yeah, this is torture. Four people in their 30s trying to remember a scene from Sister Act. All right. It's so soft. Oh, wait. No, that's Lauren Hill when she's singing really Joyful, sp- joyful. Yeah. Joyful, I mean, and then it goes into the hand claps. A tambourine shows up. Yes. Woo, Life yes. is good. Great movie. Um, I hope so they never remake it, but yes. I hope they never remake it. I think it's a Broadway musical, actually. I think Sister Act is already on Broadway. Okay. Happy with that. Fine I think with we're okay that. with that. Lisa Franks and No New Friends, we got to go. Uh, we got to go. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. Yes. Uh, third act of the No Joke podcast, we are talking about leadership. Yes. Uh, this is the future of leadership in this act. Is there anything that, Adam, you've ever imagined? Uh, we've talked about like, potentially being a teacher as we grew sure. older. Yeah. But is there any other sort of like role in the community or any sort of like leadership position you've ever uh, flirted with? Again, I... I... I chafe against the notion of being a leader in any way. Or but you're sort of a, you coach authority in any way. Sorry to interrupt you, but you Please. coach sketch comedy teams. Yeah, I, I mean, do. Like, I guess that's true. You coach a basketball team. You actually are more of a leader than you actually recognize. Accidentally so. I Give guess yourself that... credit. Yeah. You're goddamn well, right, Carly. Hey, we're the mirror to your reality. Exactly. Thank you for holding yourself up to my nature. <laughs> yeah, that, that is Live your true. Truth, Adam. Yeah, that's true. I guess I do. I have been directing this sketch comedy group, which I have found very fruitful and really rewarding, and not dissimilar from. Um, coaching a basketball right. team right. in many ways. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I guess that is true. I mean, I want to coach the No New Friends. Let me just go on record by saying, until I die. I hope that's okay. <laughs> wow. For, the, for as long as I physically live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then beyond. And then beyond. Yeah, in the afterlife. Go so, to basketball. That's right. So that's, I mean, so like, but honestly, and in all earnestness, it's uh, the opportunity to coach this team has been wildly um, illuminating and yeah. reinforcing to my sense of that people are good and that things are good in mm-hmm. general. God, I really, really enjoy it very much. So the future of your leadership is the, your present leadership and you're happy with I it. I think I just want to keep going with my squad. Got it. Yeah. yeah. How what? about yourself? What does the mayor do? What is the mayor just in general? What city? Is, is he like run a city? Yeah. I think or a, she run a city? I think a mayor runs a city for the most part. Yeah. I, think it I want to be a mayor. Hell yeah! Whoa! Set it here first! Right? Hell Mayor yeah! Coach. I mean, at least I'd probably want to give it a swing. Give it a swing, yeah, man. A see, if awesome. a, see if there's a little traction. Yes. I think that I have learned that I do actually like leadership. Yeah, man. And why not make the audience grow? It's like, start with a basketball team, start with a sketch comedy team, and if you think that you got it, at least see if people listen. He runs on an intense pro-whistle platform. Everyone in the city, a whistle in every pot. A, wh- a whistle in every mailbox. You vote for Billy, a whistle in every mailbox. In every mailbox. Yes, and yeah. Got my vote. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, mine too. The whole city will have to run suicides. We'll yes. be we'll start running together and doing layup Getting drills together. together. We'll all beat the pistol shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly do like the the. It's gotten to that place with Donald Trump being in the White House where it's like, oh, you have no political experience whatsoever. Right. Anyone can do anything. Well, where it's right. like, what is the new normal? What can what can come next? Kinda Who nice. is capable yeah. of taking a big swing? Yeah, uh, but Ingrid, Carly. Open it to you. Any sort of aspirational leader, leadership positions? Yes. yes. I think I am a natural leader, yes. but I don't think I use it. Mm. So I w- would like to. Um, I write and I yes. act, but I would like to dip into directing. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Um, that's been a goal for a long time, but fear has stood in my way. Yes. I get. I relate to that. I'm, yeah. This past couple of months, I've been feeling the same exact way, and I just stumbled upon a script that I wrote a long time ago, and I said, you know what? You're making it. And for like the last month, I just pushed that fear aside, and it's been hard and annoying, yeah. but it's so rewarding. Right, So exactly. I really encourage you, and I'd be happy to be a person in your life if you need any sort of support to get it off the ground. Yes. That's so nice. Because what you. I've realized is that that is everything. And the older we get, sometimes it's like, you know what? They're working on this. They're working on this. I don't want to t- waste their time. This mm-hmm. isn't paid but we're all artists, and we're yeah. all collaborators, and we're all friends, and we want to support one another. Yeah. And it's like, you have to be reminded of that by doing it. It's yeah. true. And also, nobody knows what they're doing. That's so a So stop fact. thinking that you're not good enough, or oh, yeah. your, th- your talent isn't there yet. Or yes. You just get better with time and with mm-hmm. practice. Yes. So set up the practice. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Seriously. Get my 10,000 hours. Get your 10,000 hours exactly. of leadership in. Good for yeah. you. Seriously. Oh, go after it. Make something. Yeah. Direct yeah, something. I just decided I was a director, and then directed things. Is that the case? Kind of. Yeah. I didn't really learn directing in film school. I learned, like, film theory. And, right. 
like abstract things. Right. So then I was just like, yeah, I'm a direct. Yeah. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, you, you are what you say you are. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. You have to believe it first before anyone else is it's going terrifying, to. It's terrifying. Yes. I absolutely had no idea what I was doing. Yes. <laughs> just making it up as I went along. Yes. So where did this bravery come from to be like, I'm a director, I'm doing it? I don't know. It's you, always what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have moments in my life where I have like uh, unnecessary extra confidence. Yes. That's awesome. Oh, and then ride that way. And then like, yeah, it was, it, was like a, it was like an upswell of confidence. <laughs> yeah, and that then, comes. then, you know, you come down. Yeah, they come right down. Wallowing for a while. Yes. Peaks and valleys. Sometimes I long for the days of the confidence when I was like in my 20s to move to LA I was like I had such blind confidence yeah. I was just like I'm gonna go I'm gonna make it yeah. that's yeah. just how it's gonna totally. go yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I look back at my 20s as that entire experience for 10 yeah, years where too. it was just like just take swings like you can fail it's like a great time to fail and just like explore like all we did was do unpaid shows and we're broke for 10 years that's and it. it's like dream life yeah and looking back on it it was like it is an artist's dream life to yeah. kind of just like mm-hmm. take these risks without like comparing if it's worth it or not. The yes. older you get, I think you just naturally ebb towards the middle. Yes. Right. Absolutely. You know. This is a bit of a sentimental question, but um, I, Maggie and I went to go see that great James Baldwin documentary recently. He was saying how a teacher in his life at like third or fourth grade may have had a seminal impact on him, and he wouldn't have been exposed to Shakespeare and the Lincoln Center and the culture in New York City if not for this one teacher, essentially, yeah. mm. in third or fourth grade. Separately, it kind of seems like in this weird Trump anti-fact world, being a teacher like teaching facts to youths is almost one of the most punk rock things that you could do at this point in time in life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just curious if there were any sort of like leaders or teachers or figures of authority along the way in y'all's life that was like, oh, that person totally shifted my life path. Mm. Um, I can speak for myself. I I did the plays and theater shit like that in high school, but it wasn't until I went to the summer acting program and a guy who was leading the program, this wonderful man, Ward Dales, who does all the drama stuff at Albany High School in upstate New York, um, he went to NYU and he was like, you should maybe go. You're good at this. Like, you should maybe have you considered that? Yeah, we and I hadn't about considered that. It's that. these pivots. Just these small little pivots where sort of a person in a leadership role kind of steps in and just sort of nudges you on a path. I don't know right. if you guys have had I that experience. That. I am genuinely curious. I'm curious about you guys. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, it was my grandmother. And we were very, very close, and I grew up in a family that did not really want me to pursue the arts in any way. Mm. And she definitely encouraged me to take violin and tap dancing because she did that. And I studied the arts as a kid. And this is a bit sad, but um, she was dying of cancer in the hotel, in the hospital. And my dad asked her, and my dad is, that's her, his mother. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I think Ingrid wants to be an actress one day. Do you think she'll be an, a good actress? And this is like, she's very... Mm-hmm at the end of her rope. And I overheard because I was in the bathroom and she said, she's going to be a great anything one day. Oh, and master answer. What? And master. that still, I still hold that in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Really lovely. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I, I don't really have much to yeah, follow that. Yeah. Tough follow. I'll just, just skip me. No <laughs> way. No way. Seriously. I mean, Ingrid's grandmother said the same thing to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> well. That's weird. I was in a different bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, my parents were very supportive of yep. all my weird whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, so important. All my weird gender presentations yep. and things growing up too. Um, they they've always been super supportive of all my how everything. lovely. Um, I, I think my most like like teacher wise, uh, and it's definitely not a basketball coach because my experience and relationship with basketball in my youth was not very positive. Mm-hmm. I love the sport. But I, despite the people who were kind of despite everyone to you. around me, and yep. despite like not being that good, right, at it, yes, sure, uh, yes, and I actually would get a lot of anxiety when I'd go to basketball. Interesting, every day. that's the worst. Mm. And it was, that is the worst. I associated it in my head over time, like really negatively, and it took a really long time to break that, and and that happened uh, basically watching the league start to happen, yes, and going to games, so cool. And so then I was like, I I missed this, yeah, yes. and it was something I didn't know I missed yeah. because. I had such negative associations. Yes. And now my, playing on this team is like yeah. my favorite thing. Like Same. when I'm like, we have practice tomorrow or like we have a game tonight. I'm just so excited. Yeah. That's yeah. all I can think about. Same. Yeah. Um, so it's like completely flipped it around for me. Yeah. But no, um, a tangent. It's my okay. fourth grade teacher was the most just like amazing, cool. amazing, inspiring, just like encouraged me yeah. to be. You me. still hold on. That's so, yeah. I mean, that's the best part about these like leaders. It's like yeah. they were just doing their job and probably behaving the way that they behave. Mm-hmm. But there was something so inspiring about these people. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's our job. Or it's like I would hope for all of our friends that we become those people yes. for, for other yes. people. Like yeah. unbeknownst to us. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's the best. Yes. You are. 
Oh, you are, yeah. Bill. Yeah. You, you Did you are have a coach, a coach for someone, Bill? That sort of like because I know you played sports, so many sports. Yeah. All the sports had a litany of coaches. I'm yeah, sure. I had a yeah. wide range of coaches. I wouldn't say that I ever had one that I think came approached right. sports from a like a not gentle, but a they all were kind of in the same lane of aggressive yeah. and yeah. a little too masculine. Win at all costs. I was completely capable of just like living in that reality and <laughs> doing my job, and also like probably becoming a part of it in some capacity. Yes. Um, but within that, there were some good coaches and bad coaches. This one, this guy's right in the middle, but there's something he's worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah. His name was Lee. Good. I don't know what his last name was. I don't even know if literally on any team document we ever got, it said anything other than Lee. And are you sure it was his first name? <laughs> no. Well, well, I'll tell you, I'm not sure what it was because the only other thing I knew about Lee was that he wore the same pair of jeans. Yeah, Lee. Literally every time I saw him, he only wore one pair of jeans. And on the back was that huge camel patch. And what did it say on that patch? Lee. Love it. So I only his name his name was Lee and oh his God. jeans were Lee and that's literally thirteen year old Billy. That's all I knew about this oh, guy. That's amazing. And I bet wow. if you went now and tried to like hunt him down online, you'd find out he'd never existed. Never even existed. I went on Facebook and I typed Lee Lee. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Where to start? Lee. I, then I put in quotes Lee Man Lee Jeans. <laughs> Lee man, Lee jeans. It's like, man. have you ever looked for your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend on Facebook 15 years later? And it's like, maybe for. they changed their last name? I don't really know. But Lee Lee isn't going to get Billy, his old coach. Yeah. Despite oh, him funny, man. That's um, great. That's the podcast, dudes. That's no! it. Is it we've, okay? We've reached the finish line. Uh, I thought you guys told us this was like four or five hours. Oh, I thought we were going we into overtime. overtime. Sorry. <laughs> Ingrid, do you want to give the whistle one more crack? Yes, I do. Okay. Just, just hold some space for me for okay, a second. good. Okay. Was that your? Was that it? Take all the time. Oh, I did take burp. all the time you need. <laughs> you can edit. This, this makes for great radio, Ingrid. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> that was your chance. That was your chance. What? I'm not here to watch my what? friend drown. Oh! If I saw you in the middle Yikes. of a lake, I would jump in right now and try and save you from this Yikes. disaster. Oh boy! And that's sort of. Uh, Thematic to how I play basketball. A bit of a metaphor, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Good lord. Well, thank you, dude, so much for coming once thank again. You. Thank Ingrid. you, Ingrid. Ingrid Harley. Uh, thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And as always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a headgum podcast.